Hello and welcome to the Wired Biohealth Podcast. My name is Jacqueline Hall and I am joined by your show's host, Dr. Evelyn Higgins. Hey, Jackie. Great to be with you, Doc. Another week. Another week. So today we're talking about something that you and I can both relate to. We're both moms. And actually, as we were sitting here discussing with our producer, any movies that talked about postpartum, be it depression, anxiety, psychoses. I can't think of any. Yeah, goose eggs. I can't think of any. And really... I believe that this conversation is even out of the can now is because of a younger generation and because of the internet mm-hmm. having allowing this to move through people through through nations through the the planet of saying this is real yep. and we've never wanted to talk about it my generation didn't talk about it yeah and I'm like <laughs> I'm not Moses but like I'm not your age either you know yeah it's true and then so I'm 32 I'll be 33 in a few weeks and it's talked about very openly I mean after I had my twin girls back in 2020 I was screened to leave the hospital to see if I was okay and I know they give wow. that prophylactically um, although I had a lot of traumas during childbirth it's still something that every mom is now given because the recognition that the rates of depression are so high, anxiety, psychosis, things of that nature, it's important to do it. That's actually impressive. Yeah, so now the other side of that is how are you giving me my rating of depression and what are you going to do with that information? Exactly, so you're being rated subjectively. Yep. What if you are still coming up or coming down on meds and do those answers truly reflect what's happening with you and moreover what's happening with your unique physiology how has that changed pre-pregnancy while you're pregnant you're no longer pregnant the fluctuation of hormones what those do to the neurotransmitters and how that relationship changes absolutely i remember right after i had my girls thinking it was so bizarre that i went through nine months of being pregnant to all of a sudden not pregnant to all of a sudden a mom and how everybody's just acting like that's normal. <laughs> yeah, no, no one can prepare you. No one can prepare you. I remember my mom said to me, your life will never be the same. <laughs> she was right. Right. But that's the preparation. I mean, and, you know, you, you could go, why is that? Why aren't we, why are we unwilling to talk about the reality of how your life changes, how your physiology changes, the new expectations and the new responsibilities that are a part of your life. But there's no preparation for that. Zero. Yep. Zero. And you think about how not only your physiology changes as a result of no longer being pregnant, kind of that hormonal dump that happens, that neuroscience complete shift. But now you get home. When you're in the hospital, you have pretty much all the support in the world. Right. But now you're home with that baby, or in my case, those babies, what that new stress level changes to. When you're not getting to sleep, what happens physiologically? Right. You know, we think about in war, a very common tactic is sleep deprivation. Sure. And how many moms go through that? Oh, all of them do. Actually, a couple weeks ago, I was doing a podcast for Mind Manners UHS system. And they said, who do you think is the most underserved population when it comes to mental health, even addiction? And I was like, that's a great question. And then I thought about it and I said, new moms, postpartum, because we have this idea of what it should be. You've got this beautiful baby. You have this new family. We don't say you're not going to sleep. 
your your partner, your spouse, you won't see them. You're going to see if they're actually the person you thought you wanted to be with. Right. You don't get to brush your teeth. Life no longer is about you. And it's about this little one that is going to do nothing more than in reality, take, 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 take until it's time for them to give. And that is part of the circle of life. But when you are in it, how difficult that is. Yeah. And now the good and the bad of social media. We talked about now postpartum is only a thing because of social media, but now this pressure that new moms has as right. a result of social Unbelievable. media. Unbelievable. Because all you see is like, hey, look at this picture of my beautiful family. Right. Aren't they? Oh, and my spouse is the most perfect. And, you know, all of these fictional yeah. <laughs> stories. Yeah. And everything, here's the board, here's my child at one month, here's the next <laughs> board, here's my child at two months. Right. And this is all nice. Yeah, nice to see cute. these pictures. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. But it's not real. It's not no. reality. It's not reality. So if someone comes out saying, you know, maybe you guys feel that way, but I don't the shaming yep. that goes on. I mean, your group, your generation, I really feel for with moms because the shaming that goes on is unbelievable. Here's my child in the perfect dress or perfect whatever outfit, and that's not real. No. None of that is real. No. I remember when I spoke to you about this before recording was something called sleep training, and you laugh, say, what's sleep training? <laughs> but if you're a 30, 20-something mom, you know exactly what this is. And it's a joke because babies were not meant to sleep that long. They are wired to wake up and eat. Right. But we think that there's something we're doing wrong. We take ownership over this problem where it's just another thing that somehow we're failing at. And right. so we think about what's happening on a neuroscience level even more so. I know for me personally, I experienced postpartum psychoses and thank God I was surrounded by a great support system that I was well informed of my physiology when I went to go get help. Um, and I would encourage any mom who is feeling the same way to be armed with the facts and go seek out support because this is something, it doesn't have to last forever. It's nothing that you're doing wrong. Right. So I love that we're having this conversation because just take the sleep deprivation, for instance. What is that doing to just start with cortisol even? Cortisol is your stress hormone. You, you are going to be producing so much more cortisol in response to this stress, and that's going to change your androgens, your sex hormones. That's going to change its relationship with those neurotransmitters, their brain chemicals, from serotonin to dopamine to epinephrine to norepinephrine to phenylalanine, phenylethylalanine. The list goes on and on. There's a flux. There is a change that's going on and everything and if you're not aware of that that panic is going to be even greater yep. and then it's the jump to I need a psychiatrist I need to be on meds when actually all of this is your body responding to no longer having that fetus in it yeah I think that's a great point that you mentioned the uh, neurotransmitter serotonin because I've been with wired biohealth for over a decade now and when I started, my serotonin was actually low. After I had my girls, we retested because my mental health was in decline. My serotonin was units over 3,000. So tell, tell our listeners what happens when your serotonin's First that off, high. when you said you've been with Wired for BioHealth for over a decade, I'm like, whoa, where was I? You mean you've been using One of the clients. a regimen? Right, yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, your serotonin was in the tank, and then after the birth of your daughters was really, really high. Someone say, well, isn't that good? Isn't it good that I have more serotonin? No, 
because now that's where that agitation comes in, where that anxiety comes in. That anxiety produces seeing things that aren't there, hearing things that aren't there, which is a response of stress to your body and how that changes everything. Just walking someone off of the ledge and having this conversation is a starting point for there's nothing wrong with you. This is your body saying I'm no longer pregnant and these are the steps it's going through. Let's slow down. Let's do labs. Right. Let's see where you are. And once we get those labs, let's look at those biosynthesis precursors that are needed for your unique physiology at this unique time in your life. Yeah, exactly. So the sit, wait, and see method doesn't work, but neither does jumping to a prescription. Right. Because I know for me, I was recommended an antipsychotic in lithium. And I know probably a lot of our listeners were prescribed the same medications. And it's so important to understand where there is a deficit and a surplus of these biomarkers because that can only be done through testing. Right. There's no way that we would be able to determine that your serotonin is too high just because you maybe have auditory hallucinations. Right. There's no. a whole host no. of biochemicals that could produce that same symptom or that same vocabulary, but that's why it's so important to not rely on vocabulary to prescribe. Right, and then let's say you are prescribed an SSRI. Have you done the lab work to know if that is going to be safe, cautionary, effective for you with your DNA? Is it even going to be effective for you and your DNA? Because what does that then do? Someone says they make that step of a woman, I, I actually do need help, they go for help, it's not working. It's because no one's put in the time to do a deeper dive and say this was not gonna work for you to begin with. Yeah, we were just discussing a medication that had two purposes. The first was? Depression in children and bedwetting. So you're going to give a child a medication, an SSRI, to stop them from wetting the bed. Mm -hmm. So is your child wetting the bed because they don't have enough serotonin? I don't think so. But this goes back to the why are you prescribing these things in the first place? Just because you want to jump to the end thing you want to control, but you don't have a guarantee that that's what you need to control. For me, it was if you had affected... Um, some other pathway that wouldn't have reduced the amount of serotonin that my body was producing it was only through testing and then recommending the appropriate biosynthesis precursors for my body to say okay here's how i do it on my own and that's so important i think the postpartum mom question it needs to be something that is talked about it needs to be an open an open conversation and i, I think mean, anybody that's interested in this episode please contact us and we because this won't be the only episode we do on this yeah. because this is such an important area that is not touched mm -hmm. and and i'll even go further and say the shaming that goes on as we said on the internet and, and just that feeling like you're on your own mm -hmm. you know i've said to to people like talk to your mom and say mom like how did you get through this your mom if they're being honest is going to say i didn't have a clue either yeah. and it's hard and no one is perfect you do your best and 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 that's the honesty inventory right to thy own else be, uh, thy own self be true of you really have to be doing your best not right. like writing blogs every day i'm doing my best while well, you're blogging every day so i don't know how how with with a newborn you could be but it's it's being open 
it's sharing and then it's going to trusted people who really want to help you and not shame you. This is like any other issue within healthcare, we've got to treat it the same way. We've got to use labs, we've got to use, have to use diagnostics, and we have to take the time to do the deep dive to see what's going to work for your unique physiology and your biology. Absolutely, so if this has resonated with either you or maybe a loved one, shoot us an email or visit the website, it's wiredbiohealth.com. The whole reason we do what we do is to help you be your best self. Whatever that means for you, we wanna be a part of that journey through objectivity. So call 1-888-841-7099, or like I said, go ahead and shoot us an email, but we'd love to set up a virtual consultation to see how we can help. I love that you said your best you. That's really what we do here at Wired Biohealth. Everyone is unique. Everyone brings something different to this world, which is why we're all supposed to be so special, right? So this is for you. It's for uniquely you. Yeah. Great conversation, Doc. I appreciate it as always. Appreciate it. See you next week, Jackie. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.